Hey, I'm Paul Patrick, and though for my entire life I was always right-footed, after surgery a couple of years ago, I've now become left-foot dominant. Hi, I'm Van Kelly, and my favorite TV show of all time is Deadwood. What is happening and welcome to our show, Every Day I'm Different, a podcast celebrating the ironies of our personalities. Each episode, me, Van Kelly, and my co-host, Paul Patrick, will give you guys an insight into our lives through a variety of stories on many different topics. How's it going, Paul? It's good. I'm a little under the weather. You might hear it in my voice. Uh, I've been sick for six months now. Yeah, I feel like I've heard a lot of people say I'm sick a lot this year. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I, I don't know if it's just the, our community is germier, students are scuzzier. I mean, I think that's true, but... Really? You think? No, I just want yeah, to I was gonna say the degeneration of the race. Did you hear that millennials are killing the... Being not sick. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, the next thing they've killed. Yeah, exactly. Fuck those millennials so hard. Um, I would actually think they have less germs and stuff because they all stay inside on their video game systems and, and then devices all the time. They and we are on our devices all the time, so they are filthy, Speak for yourself, filthy, filthy. Paul, Sp- I'm I on my put phone all the my time. phone. Now, laptop, that's a different beast. Let's not talk about the laptop. Let's not bring a black light in here. uh, My cell phone, I would eat off of that. I would put it up to the test. I'm looking into getting one of these. uh, It's like a phone case with a UV light in it, so it kills off all the germs. It's like a a, a phone cleaner. Uh Uh-huh. That's interesting we brought this up because uh, it made me remember a... Have you heard this shit, Paul? I have not. Okay, well, I, mean, I haven't I don't, told you yet. Right, exactly. Have you heard this shit, Paul? <laughs> that they did a scientific study and tested uh, the touch screens in London, a uh, London McDonald's. I have heard this. For uh, bacteria and right, such. Right. And they found that it was... Uh, Covered in fecal matter. Covered in fecal matter is yeah. what it was. Yeah. And also, like, dirtier than your cell phones and stuff. I mean, I certainly believe that. Um, I'm not going to downplay that study, the specifics of it, but I do also, on the one hand, I'm like, everybody's so germy. On the other hand, like, there are germs everywhere. 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 And I think that we make way too much of an issue of... You're leaving out one major descriptive word here. Do you think there are poop germs everywhere? Yeah. Oh, really? We are covered in fecal matter right now. I'm sure of it. I mean, like, think of... I I have friends who get really weirded out about uh, farting because they're like, that's fecal matter you are releasing into the air. Right. Now, you know, it's probably just being released into your pants, but, you know, if you go into a bathroom, like, woohoo! Who was in right. here? You are breathing their shit particles. Yes. So Absolutely. there is there is fecal matter everywhere. The 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 amount the the concentration of the fecal matter I think is what matters. Are you talking so about like I, I diarrhea about. versus not diarrhea? No, I mean like, am I like you know smearing poop or is it <laughs> invisible? Like you can't see the fecal matter. There's so few particles. Right. And that's what I'm. I was curious about the McDonald's screens. You said dirtier than. Uh, a cell phone. Yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of curious. How dirty are they? Are they are they really like public health issue dirty? Where there's such a concentration that you're going to get sick from them? Because like yeah. there's like uh-huh. E. coli all over here. You right. Know? It's just it, we're not getting a. But we are built large to enough handle. Dose of it. We're built yeah. to handle that E. coli. Sure. We are not built to handle poop. Um, I mean, our own poop. Our own poop? Not right. eating it? You can't eat your own poop, Paul. Don't put that in our uh, listeners' heads. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, You're listen, saying. Dear listeners, you I wash my hands every time I use the bathroom. Right, but, but just, I want to hear you say it. People should not eat their own poop. No, people should not okay. eat their own poop. Yes, because bad things will happen. Not um, as a, you're telling like it's a social grace. Like, don't forget to mind your P's and Q's and don't eat poop. Here's some ignorance on my part. I actually don't know. I know we shouldn't eat somebody else's poop because of the bacteria. We that's can't not- drink our own pee. Yes, you can. No, you can't. I mean, and survive off of it. I'm saying you can. Can't, watch, watch while I Google. Here, okay. stretch for a second. Um, can you survive <laughs> drinking 
urine, top top list on right. here. A healthy person's urine is about 95% water and sterile. So in the short term, it's safe to drink and does replenish lost water. Um, 5% of urine comprises uh, waste products, and so too much of these can cause problems. But, uh, you know, I, I'm... <laughs> Can I'm gonna? I Just can't believe can, I'm looking up. Can gonna, you eat can your you own poop? poop? Top oh, result man. on Google once again. Right, is Pornhub all Pornhub uh-huh. stuff? That said, those are the same bacteria that live in your gut and play many healthy roles in your body. So coprophagy, eating poop, is not necessarily unhealthy unless the poop originates from an unhealthy individual. I, that's what I was about to say. That like, if like you have a you know a, an infection of some kind, and I you know you don't wash your hands, you prepare. You call my food, me a dirty person. I am. Are you calling me a trash person? I've had C diff before, which um, is a pretty fucked up infection, and. The so this is basically I hear the C diff. It's uh, C difficilis. Is okay, the, but anyway, I've heard that it's mega difficult to get the way I'm going to describe it. But mm-hmm. apparently, I may have been infected uh, via food poisoning. So huh. someone did. Someone had it right. and used the bathroom and didn't wash their hands uh-huh. and or didn't wash their hands well enough and then prepared food at a restaurant. Wow. Like, I'm not. I'm not going to name any names. Green turtle. But uh, oh, I've been to a green turtle. In Interesting. Just it's one of those things where you ever get food poisoning, or maybe yeah. you, you get sick off of a particular booze, and just like hearing the name makes you feel. No, sick. I don't believe in that. Oh, that it's a green turtle. Old just wives tale. turns my stomach. You are weird. That reminds me of an old high school buddy of mine. Let's call him uh, Yefro. Okay. And Yefro ate at uh, my family's favorite Italian pizzeria place that was close to our house. It was kind of like a hippie joint. Okay. He ate there one time. The first time he got sick and he puked and he refused to ever go there again. And like we were, it was like the kind of buddy, like best friend who you'd hang out with yeah. every day of high school. Yeah. And like you're always going to go get food and stuff together. I couldn't go get my favorite fucking pizza in town because he puked once. I'm not sticking up for the green turtle here. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I got you. But no. I think you need to uh, – well, no, nobody ever needs to go back to the green turtle. Right. That's my – you know, I can use that as like, listen, I can't go there because right. I got sick one time. That's actually – But a, also, it's gross. Right. It kind of so. is. And no more than any other sports bar, right? It's like Buffalo, it's like Buffalo Wild Wings of like the True East story. Coast. I, there's, I'll find a couple of uh, sports-ish bars that I like a little better than others. Green turtle's on the lower end. Okay. So Interesting. Indeed. So that's our poop talk for the day. All right. Wash your hands after you use McDonald's touchscreen. Or don't. Apparently, you can just lick that shit off, give yourself a bidet treatment, and, and be better for the wear. See, the key is, it's not your own poop on the touchscreen, so you have to be a little more careful. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you don't think healthy people are eating in downtown London McDonald's? I mean, out of 100, let's, I'm going to say bring, 99 of them. Let's bring this up. Filthy. Filthy. Trash yeah. people. Like me. Um, let's bring this up. If Londons are that dirty, how much nastier and grosser are are our hours in in this country? I mean, I think our only saving grace is most of them don't have those touchscreens yet. They're they're like being they're in process. They're oh, still are being they? installed? Like just in our hometown here, a couple of McDonald's closed to renovate to add oh. in touchscreens. So huh. I think if you get to a McDonald's now, only a few people have touched it so far. I would have so bet my bottom dollar they already had them. I can't remember now, the last time I stepped foot in a McDonald's, but... No, it's a pretty... They've had them in Europe for a while, but okay. uh, it's a pretty newish thing here in the States. We got that touch Automatically screen. date this episode of the We got podcast. that touchscreen envy. We were like, nah, our McDonald's need to be like oh, this I don't want to touch to people anymore or talk to people anymore. Yeah, seriously. God, we are eventually going to hire nobody in this fucking country. Well, Just we, zero people. we've discussed this on other podcasts Have before. We? we need to come up with other jobs or uh, other things to fill lives because, yeah, we won't need. Oh. Yeah, we, there was well, a whole I, episode about. Well, uh, yes, no, I get that. But yeah. no, that's now you're talking about just giving people money for existing. Piss off. No, I, I think uh, if we could com, com up, come up with a role, a job. Uh, that needed to be filled. I'm They're not just, necessarily you're saying... You're just creating jobs that ha- that haven't existed before. Well, I there feel may like be new impossible. jobs that need to be around now that... Well, uh, like what? I don't know. <laughs> Touchscreen cleaners. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that I think that... Uh, John Maynard Keynes was the, he, we've talked about this before yeah, yeah, yeah. he thought in a hundred years we'd be so bored with existence that some people would try to find work because they wouldn't need to work because right, technology yeah. would be doing it for us right so 
before we go down that rabbit hole, why don't yeah. you give us a break and throw us a bone and tell us our first topic, Paul? So, in general, the topic is dark humor. And so, dark humor, black humor, first reactions. Eddie Murphy. No, Ooh, I, no, I want to get off this podcast. What? I think. No. That's that's some dark humor. Yeah, by my part, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can edit that out. Um, uh, other reactions. Um, it's my favorite type of humor, Paul. I. It's the only type of humor, in my opinion. No, that's not true. I enjoy a nice slapstick. But can you? Is is all black humor defensible? And can you just you know wave mm. off? Being a huge dick by saying, "Oh, I was just kidding." I have that's the kind of sense of humor I have. Yeah, um, I think, and I'm spitballing here. Okay, all right. I think the first joke should always be allowed. Okay, always. Okay. Now, if somebody in the room has a problem with it, uh huh. And I'm talking. You're talking about social situations, not yes, like. Yes, I will give you a specific situation. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about social situations. So in social situations, we're not yeah. talking listeners. We're not talking about stand-up comedians getting kicked off of college campuses. That is lunacy. To me, that's just a logical problem. Yeah, you're hiring somebody to do a job. Let their fucking do their job, right? This is in a social situation. The first joke should always be allowed. If somebody okay. has a problem with it. That person, if they are in the minority mm-hmm. of that opinion, probably should take it upon themselves to leave and find another conversation or yeah. go remove themselves so that the people, the majority of people who are enjoying the dark humor in the conversation can stay and continue to enjoy it. If the majority says otherwise, then the person who told the black humor joke, the dark joke, should relent okay. and save that for another audience. Okay. Seems pretty logical to me. All right. Well, let me give you the specific example of what happened to me okay. today. So, uh, fucking a lot of backstory here. I'm on a group chat, a group text message with a bunch of people I don't know. Um, I Sounds have, fun. I've got a brother who's been uh, divorced and has kids from his first marriage, um, and their mother lives down in Florida. And so every Christmas, they do Christmas up here, they do Christmas down in Florida. And they've got all their relatives, you know, trying to coordinate everything they're doing. So you're saying it was December in Osage County is what this fucking sounds That's like. Right. That's God. right. I you always thought it was Osage been. County, but I don't no, know. I've only matters. heard it Osage Okay. County. Well, anyway, um, uh, th- that's like the third podcast that play has come off on with us. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I like weird fucking dark I'm humor, man. So. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm on this podcast uh-huh. or podcast. I'm on this, this text message chain and we're all trying to just chat about the kids, you know? Wait, you said you knew nobody. And now you're telling me you know all of them. No, I know about half of them. Okay. They're, it's family up here and then right. the ex-wife's family down in Florida. So, gotcha. I, like, there's a ton of phone numbers that I don't have names for. Yeah. I don't know who these people are. This, so this is not a social... This is no, a it's, been, family. it's family. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So last night, my mother accidentally texts that group, hey, what time is Chloe's vet appointment tomorrow? Chloe's my family's dog. Okay. Um, and <laughs> she meant to, to message just my sister. Right. But um, she, she actually messaged the whole uh, group chain. Right. And when she realized her mistake, she uh, sent a follow-up message. I wanted to read the actual message. Um, she sent a follow-up. Oops, that question wasn't meant for everybody. But just in case you're wondering, Chloe's vet appointment's at 3 p.m. Ha ha. And the immediate response to that was from somebody I don't know. Well, just don't put her down before Christmas, JK. First of all, one, that's not a funny joke. No. That is crickets. That was my honest reaction, listeners. Yeah. I I wanted to laugh. I wanted (laughs) to. I was crafting my own jokes about the dog's death in my head. Not going to lie. That's where my first thoughts went. That's who I am. Um, Yeah, that's mild to me. I would tell that to a toddler who just found out Santa doesn't exist. That's nothing. I don't know. It seemed fucked up. It seemed like, what what the fuck? Who? And and this is weird. I've been asking people all day, like, am I overreacting? And every single other person's been like, what? That is fucked up. You're the first person. It's interesting. You were asking people in a work environment. And people in a work environment are not themselves. I asked friends. No, no. I asked friends. I asked uh, students, you know. 
um, uh, Paul. And I wasn't like, I just retold the story and their honest reactions were like, <gasps> like gasps of, you know, how dare you fucking joke about putting this dog down? You know, like it's oh just a weird God. fucking joke. It is a weird joke, but yeah. it's not like it's your panties in a twist about. Well, no, it's more like is, is that, is that kind of joke ever appropriate? Uh, yeah. Why not? Um, Oh, let me give you another example. Okay. Um, so my first year teaching. Listeners, teaching. The, the long end of this story is going to be nothing Paul is going to say. <laughs> am I going to have a problem with Oh, I'm not going to say you're going to have a problem with it, but maybe okay. you might agree, well, maybe certain things you shouldn't necessarily joke about with certain audiences. Okay. Um, get behind that statement. My first year teaching, teaching a college class, um, there was this girl who was absent for like three weeks straight. Ooh, and okay. it was a four-day-a-week class. Um, you know, it was, it was 101 yeah. and that's crazy town, right? You know, and sure. she's been gone so long and, you know, over the weeks people are like, oh God, I hope she's not dead. I hope she's not dead. <laughs> um, so she shows back up to class and yeah. I go, Hey, I'm glad to see you're not dead. Uh-huh. And she bursts into tears and she runs out of the room <laughs> because her boyfriend had died in a car accident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, so man. my rule is I don't joke about that anymore. Like, I felt terrible. <laughs> it's a great story, but can you imagine, especially your first year teaching, uh, you make a joke like that and a girl bursts into tears and runs out of your classroom. No, uh, that so. wouldn't be great. It's not the ideal situation. Yeah, so it's now my new rule. Like, right, And I've had kids joke since then. Like, if uh-huh. someone's been absent for a while, I hope they're not dead. And I go, yeah. whoa, whoa, don't joke about that. Uh, Let me tell you why. Uh, because, that's... you know, you might you don't know what's going to happen, and you're going to say the wrong thing, and you're going to make them cry, and you're going to feel bad. But see, I don't know. Like, I am... Huh, so, yeah, I've got so many jumbled thoughts in my head right well, now. Well, order them out. It's... Now, I'll admit that once I found out that the guy who made this joke yeah. is my brother's ex-wife husband, who's yeah. a, he's a dick, yeah. I was just like, "What? fuck that guy, whatever, you know? Uh-huh. But, like, my sister was kind of upset. It's her dog, and her dog's actually been sick recently, and that's why she's going to the vet. And so see, it's that's like... When I, all right, so, so that's helping me get my, my thoughts out. Okay, okay. So you're saying that, like... When you tell a joke, you need to be privy to people's backgrounds and information that is they probably keep private and you have no way of knowing. No, I think I'm saying that you shouldn't make that kind of joke when what it's is the, that the, kind of joke. Um, a dark like that kind of super dark humor that could potentially upset somebody when you don't know the audience when uh-huh. you don't like this was a, a again I don't know who half these people are yeah. I presume they don't know who half the people are on the text too right it just seems like you know okay, you no, shouldn't pipe there up are with bad audiences yeah. absolutely but I do not think anybody should I am very much. And there's some Christian saying that I just can't remember right now, but I'm very much an intentions guy. Okay. Um, So I think if a joke is made, and by definition they are, I don't think jokes are cutting. If a joke cuts, that Uh is somebody else's insecurity. And if somebody's making a joke, whether it's dark or not, or light, or... The family's together. Knock, 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 baby. Here comes the humor. Why'd the chicken cross the road, Grandpa? You'll love this one. If you're telling any kind of joke, you're trying to lighten the mood. If you're off base, you're off base, and people should tell you now's not the time. But I think to just out, uh, just to be like, people will always like people always have shit. Like what's dark to you may not be dark to somebody else. But that's if, totally if, true. If my if everyone in my family died of sun cancer and people were like it's a hot one, I feel like I'm dying out here. <laughs> you're allowed to make that joke. Yeah. Like just because a dark humor joke touches on a topic, any joke could touch on a topic. I feel like you're allowed to make that joke when they know you and how it would be received a little bit better. I just think that that kind of thing, it's it just is going to create needless upset and needless aggravation. How else are you ever going to let someone know you, Paul, if you're not yourself all the time, <laughs> my friend? 
Boom, baby. All right. Yeah. You know, and I mean, that's fine, you know. And here's the thing. I just also still feel like anybody who would make that joke to yeah. that type of audience is a dick. And so it's really just more him confirming in my head, oh, what a dick. Like, you know, I just, I just still, when I first got that message, I hadn't heard from my sister yet. I just saw that. I was like, what the fuck? Who says that? Who says that in an anonymous text message? That's fucking weird. See, so. I am deriving so much humor out of your all's reaction. <laughs> Honestly, I look at dark humor sometimes like the cre. I hate using the word awkward because the younger generation has like made the, the term so malleable to anything they want. Right. But in a social situation where you don't know that many people, if you, you don't break the ice, if you take a piece of dynamite to the ice and make a joke like that, uh-huh. I find so much humor in that awkward, we don't know how to handle it. Oh, I'm letting it get to me. Oh, this person is now uh, upset and the person who made the joke is now feeling bad about trying to make people feel happy and it's such a clusterfuck of intentions yeah. and like disconnect. Yeah. That I find that hysterical. Like you guys <laughs> in this dog thing, the guy swung. It was a terrible joke. Yeah. It was the wrong people to make the joke to. And you know what? I wonder if that's part of it. Like I'm not sure how to make that a better joke, but I do almost feel like if it had been like crafted better somehow. Right. You know, and maybe that is part of it too. It's just like, that's not funny. And it sounds like, I, I don't know. It's, it's like, are you wishing we kill our dog? It's, I mean, it just came across so poorly that that's more still like, it's not that it's the joke that's so dark. It's that it was so dumb and that like, who would fucking say that? That's just a rude thing to say, you know? Yeah. What day of Christmas is it? You could have done one <laughs> on the eighth day of Christmas the vet gave to me. <laughs> I don't know the song or I would have kept going. On the ninth day but of Christmas. I said eight. Eight Is eight drummers drumming? Eight drummers eight, drumming? Eight, uh, yes. Seven lords a leaping. Six ladies dancing. Five, five fucking tits. Yeah. No, oh, God. Here we go. I know. It's Should I start thing. dancing as you do this? I was uh, singing All I Want for Christmas as I, like, all I really want for Christmas is to suck your fucking dick. I mean, it just, it, it, it just rolls right off the top. Does it? So, all yeah. Right. How'd you do, baby? It's cold outside. Oh, I just, just leave it, it the ride. same. Yeah, let it just, ride. Uh, <laughs> nice. Don't change any of the words. It's still as horrifying. Uh, that's another topic, though. Um, that's another topic. All right. Well, well I'm just letting you know, Paul. Yeah. Uh, you're not as frequent. You still are one of the more regulars. But at, at poker, I, I will make some dog killing jokes for no reason. <laughs> so I hope you don't run out crying and think I was intentionally attacking your sister's uh, a dog's memory. No, and okay. and I mean, I just still think that it's not like it's just it's 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 entirely audience. Like have I would never ever, take have, it poorly from you. Have and I'm not you surprised ever, you're taking this tack. So yeah, yes. I mean, uh, my my whole comedic persona is based around saying stuff people don't like sure. to say or yes. want me to say. Yeah. Speaking of which, okay. No, I guess I shouldn't say that. Uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> well, remember the other day when I wasn't even making a joke, but like my mind is is I say I'm like a retarded infant with like diarrhea mouth sometimes, especially after a couple of drinks. God, I hate drinking. Gets me in so much trouble with with relationships. Uh, okay, but I'm not an alcoholic. I, That's I another episode. <laughs> um, when I when I just asked a, a coworker, oh, you dye your hair, don't you? You were there for that, weren't you? I don't think so. Oh, you weren't? Who did you ask? I want to know. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it off air, but is that something? Give me initials. Uh, um, uh, KP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the glee in my voice. <laughs> um, for the record, listeners, she does, and I nailed it. I picked that up. Don't Wait, you, I was. Don't where you was dare. that? I do remember right, somebody yeah. asking that. Yeah, I, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I asked. I didn't make a joke. I just yeah. asked, and ooh, did that not go over well? Man, would you have thought you're not allowed to ask a human being that? I do feel like it's one of those you don't ask women that. Well, I also, well then fuck you. Then you're not equal to me. You're yeah. you're lesser than me. Then if you want to take that standpoint, fuck off. 
I'll ask any human being if I see their hair dyed, hey, is your hair dyed? I don't need to go and break you down psychologically why I think you do. I've yeah. got some thoughts on it if you want to fucking talk to me so about it. she was it. upset about that? Oh, and everybody else was, too. <laughs> it was not not good. Not, That's not hilarious. Good thing, yeah. yeah, okay. So, I like the dark humor. I think uh, joke one is always free. Anytime, okay. any place. But now I was asking you: Have you ever been the offended party? Has anybody ever made a, a joke around you where you were offended? Not, I mean, not you think that joke shouldn't have been told because that obviously just happened, right? But you were the one who cried and ran out of the classroom as a metaphor. I don't think you really did that. <laughs> I've talked about before, like uh, my friends saying shit that I'm just like, what the fuck, and feeling offended. Um, outside of that, I'm gonna say no. I don't think I'm easily offended. Uh-huh. You know, I think I think maybe I'm not very self aware on that because but some God, people will say I'm just too sensitive about if shit. If your friends can't even make the joke, God, so you really See, just are are anti dark. My people. response to that is that I expect I expect more from my friends. I expect less from strangers. I don't know. But also, like, and I've mentioned before how I so like when my friends make fun of certain things. Uh, so I'm not really, like, yeah, I'm not, I, I, no, I don't think I'm usually offended. That statement implies that it is impossible to make an intelligent dark humor joke. Wait, what? You said, I expect better from my friends. Like, if my friends make a dark humor joke, they're automatically less intelligent people or not as good people. Like, you can make very intelligent. In See, I think there. we're talking about different things here. Like my my friends' sense of humor is are quite dark, um, and I think what I've complained about before is that we and I am too very cutting and very dark. Um, but when, especially when it's online and it's re- repeated <laughs> forever, and it's incognito and nobody knows who I am. <laughs> Sweet. It, it's yeah. You only get like offended after like this is the thirtieth time you've said that, and now I'm starting to think like that's serious rather than a joke. Oh, so okay. So you're more worried that your friends actually have those viewpoints, and right. they're Not just making a joke, right? That's, gotcha. like, we've talked about that at length before. Yeah. <laughs> so do you? <coughs> excuse me. Do you? So you never have been the one who? I don't feel like it. Okay. Yeah. And you don't expect others to feel like that. What do you mean? Not like, offended? Yeah. Oh, and I mean, may, I think, well, actually, I might even say, like, I, I was slightly offended, or at least I was offended on my sister's behalf about this joke today. I mean, my immediate, I, like I said, it wasn't my sister being upset that none pissed me off. Uh-huh. It was, I got the text, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, like, five minutes later, my sister's texting me, and I'm like, oh, I'm not surprised to hear you texting me, because I was like, what the fuck? Like, who says that? <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing, listeners, you can't see. I I spaced out because I'm just going through some of my all-time favorite, like, running dark jokes with groups of friends I have, and they are just... What are some? Well, I mean, um, obviously not the current job, but but one of my previous jobs, I... Met a coworker's little daughter one time, and it didn't click right away because you know I don't talk to kids or look at them or like them at all. Yeah. But afterwards, I was like thinking about the scene or something. I was like, something's fucked up with her eyes. So I'm I was like on a quest to find out if his daughter was like born retarded or something. And <laughs> this is just going in so many bad directions. <laughs> and like. uh, me and a bunch of coworkers, like we were, we were. Beating around the bush trying to find out without coming out and asking because we didn't know this this particular coworker that well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the jokes that stem from that. Oh, still make me laugh. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't say those jokes to the girl, did you? To the little daughter. Oh no. Well the right. I mean I would I, I would in a in a lone room with nobody else around, I would because the kid's not old enough to get them, <laughs> Paul. God. Well Yes, I'd make front of a lamp to a lamp, Paul. <laughs> God. But you, did you make those jokes to the parent? Um. <laughs> see, I feel no. like it. Yeah. See. All right. Why? And no. why didn't you? Well, because that. Um, you're not that much of a dick. Just because I won't do it doesn't mean I'm okay with it. If somebody made that joke to that coworker, okay, I would laugh. That would be my first response: is to laugh out loud, baby. Okay. L O L. I would, because okay. uh, I am now, and I know me. Um, but when the guy, the coworker, if the coworker was like. 
please do not joke about my daughter's health, Aww. I would be like, okay, I get it. I get it. That makes sense. Wait, was the daughter actually in ill health? Um, we'll save that for another time. Okay. All right. Yeah. You tell me off the air. Yeah. Uh, so dark humor I'm in. Just for the record, I've never been offended. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I've been mad that jokes have been made, but my anger maybe stems from like a psychological thing that I recognize. I'm not offended that somebody tried to make me happy or the situation lighter. The fault was on me. Yeah. Oh, crazy idea. I know people. The fault was on me. Yeah. I was the weakling if I was ever offended. Not the person who was trying to lighten the fucking mood. Yeah, I'm I'm still going to blame the person who has the oh. terrible joke. Mm. And like and not blame, it's just more like that's how I'm going to live my life. I'm going to watch out for other people's, you know, feelings a little bit about that. So so you and want I everybody like else you to would like too. That. So well, I do. I have my own All line, right. absolutely. All right, but yeah. I don't think everybody should hit my line. Would you have made that dead dog joke if it was your family, like a text chain, and like half the people you don't know? Um, my family know groups of friends. Yes. Yeah. See. All right. So and yeah, if like uh, actually with my family, I may have. We used to joke around. But with you my- remember, like, there'd be people there you don't know in the text chain. Like, it, and it would be the person with the sick dog would be somebody you don't know. Um, if it was a really, really funny joke, I would say it. <laughs> All right. Like, All right. for instance, let me throw this one out there for you. I don't think I've ever told this story. Okay. Uh, this is a good one from my youth. So when I was a junior, probably junior or senior in high school, my mom accidentally ran over our deaf dog, Charlie. She was beeping for him to get out of the way. He didn't. He was oh, Charlie. Bad. He played a game of dodge and he lost. Oh, Charlie. And uh, uh, it was winter when she hit him. Uh-huh. And the ground was too hard to bury him. So we oh, put no. him in the deep <laughs> freezer in a garage bag in the back of our house in like the uh, the, the drink room, the like back back okay. area. Ooh. And look who's fancy, a drink room. <laughs> oh, it'll get better. Hold on. Uh-huh. When me and my friends would come over and uh, smoke weed on the screened in porch, Ooh. Uh, I would always, whenever it was somebody new no, and nobody who knew he was back there, I'd uh-huh. always say, hey, can you go get me something from the deep <laughs> freezer? And they come face to face with old frozen Charlie. See, that's great. That's, that's great. But some may consider that gallows humor. Yes, but that's not like personally if it wasn't like you didn't fucking kill your friend's dog and then put the dog in the freezer for your friend to find like that would be fucking demented but funny hey someone wants to see you back there they said come alone (laughs) bring a stick they they want to play oh jesus christ <laughs> I don't know. I got a dog. I think it would be funny. I think I think my my dog McFly would fucking like it. I think he'd laugh. I've raised him. <laughs> I've raised him right. Uh, shall we move on to the second topic? Let's Paul? hit it. I'm curious. I know you? you are a big music guy, like myself. I like music. Yes. Um. <laughs> I am. <laughs> what a, a weirdo. I am a human. <clears throat> no. No, no. Don't don't dismiss me. You are a music snob, kind of. I like am me. kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody uh, else likes my tastes, but yes. Right. Well, I am very similar in that yeah. category, which brings me to my favorite type of music. And I, I've i heard you make um, the stereotypical jokes of before, course. like uh, all I, my buddies. I will today, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, jam band music. Okay. I've never heard your real opinions on it, and more importantly, why you have those opinions. I mean, you cannot have an opinion about jam band uh, music as the genre without having an opinion about their fans, I feel. That's true. Like, it's it's one of those those genres that the two are too intrinsically linked. That is true. And Absolutely. it's more that, you, you like, it's just one of those things, like... If you're if you're a fan of avocado toast, you're gonna fucking talk the same way. And I'm tired of hearing <laughs> people talk about avocado toast. You hang out with the wrong crowds. I've never had a conversation about avocado oh, toast. Oh god, um, lucky me. So jam bands, um, I got no problem. And I would go so far as to say there are some jam bands, or at least the music that I like. Ooh, go on. I know. Yeah, go oh, on. Right. I mean, no, I really, no, really. What bands are you talking about? Well, I would say throw out like your the top five. What are the top five most famous Me? jam bands? You're asking, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Grateful Dead. Okay. 
Love Jane. Yeah, Grateful Dead's terrific. They are. Yeah. I mean, you cannot, I don't see how you can dislike the Grateful Dead. Like, I had a a student a couple years ago who, Bob Dylan comes up in class, Mm -hmm. and he's just like... Bob Dylan, whatever, he sucks. I'm like, you're not allowed to say that. See, you, see you I disagree. Yeah. I find Bob Dylan much like, oh, I can't think of somebody else right now, maybe off the top of my head, ELO. I could see how they're very, he's very off-putting. I could see how people wouldn't like him, but I, I, I think I, it's I feel harder. Like anybody who says that is coming from a place of ignorance. Like, because they probably know five or six Bob Dylan songs by heart and they don't realize they're Dylan songs. Okay. I'm not talking about Dylan as performer. I'm just talking about... Anyway, anyway. Right. Grateful Dead, terrific. Okay. All right? Give me another one. Fish. Um, fish. Get it. Yeah. Um, have a Fish album, you know? Ooh, which one? The live one from like 20 years ago. Oh, a live one. It's yeah. called a live one. There you yeah. go. Yep. Uh, starts with Bounce Around the Room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Their like, poppiest song oh, ever. Exactly. Great song, though. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, I, I get it. Yeah. Right. All right, give me another one. Um, probably, oh, and this is where, you know, those are probably the two big hitters. Sure. But from there, people will probably start to disagree and stuff. I'm just going to go more modern times, I guess. Okay. So, the next big one, probably String Cheese Incident. Yeah, I got very little experience with them, so, okay. eh, no okay. opinion. Mo. Again, no opinion. Ooh, I you know. think you would really like Mo. Okay. Yeah. Because, um, and we'll get into this a little later, but they're more like if you're going to talk uh, what a jam band has its roots in, they're like your classic rock guys. Okay. Their songs sound a little bit like they They haven't be. thrown this name out there, but isn't Dave Matthews Band basically considered? I know, like, they're... No, I don't think he is. I think his fans try to make him out to be that, and I think uncultured... Is live shows, like, let's just jam on for... Um, they do that at times. Yeah. But see, and that's what I really want to talk about is, is I think it's more of a mentality than a specifically what you do. Yeah. Because people have been having guitar solos. I mean, nobody in their right minds would ever call Jimi Hendrix a jam band, the experience a jam band. Right. But he would go on fucking 10-minute rampages. You know, yeah. Dave and company, they do the same sort of thing, but it's about mentality. Dave and their band, I think, really do view themselves as a alt rock pop band first. I mean, that's definitely the public face, right? At least the albums they put out, yeah. you know, have they put it? I guess they have put out something pretty recently, but uh, uh, the last one was uh, the Gru Grux King. Yeah, they or just put up something this year, actually. Wow, really? Come tomorrow. Ooh, it's released a porn? last summer. A porn uh, by Dave Matthews. I'd watch well, it's that. Like, He's it's a good mostly not guy. the same band anymore because the one dude died. The other dude was accused of sexual misconduct. Hey, so yeah. Dave, yeah, I don't you know what to are, tell you. Are the company you keep. Yeah, uh, and then another big one probably would be uh, uh, what's the name of that band? I don't like them, so let's not talk about them. All right. Uh, um, why do you think let's take their fans away from it because their fans are important like you said and I love what their fans did to me as a person yeah I got into jam band music uh, in college I had never even heard of a jam band aside from the Grateful Dead before I went to college in high school nobody listened to them my parents don't listen to it my dad loves the Grateful Dead I'm not surprised but I'd say it's most people's um, exposure is college. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Um, so they got me into it and they were deep in the game and they knew a lot about it. But then when I went to started going to the shows, I immediately was like, these are not my people. I <laughs> do not like these people. Yeah. They disgust me a little bit. Okay. They enrage me a lot. Okay. And I... And it was like a mantra was created in my life. Like, separate yourself from what you like. Okay. You do not need to be a stereotype. If you like punk music, why the fuck do you have to dress like an idiot? I love jam band music, and I don't dress like an idiot, so I know it's you're capable. We are capable of, as people of doing that. You're talking to the converted. I mean, like, I hate being a fan of some of the things I'm a fan of because of what that means, you know? Right. Like, Example. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know off the top of my head, like, but I don't like calling myself, I, I don't like the word fan. I mean, fan is short for fanatic, you know? Right, yeah. And I, I think that fans just take shit way too far. Like, I enjoy things, yeah, but... I think those are idiots. I am fanatical about some, some, people, some things. But I also feel like you probably, you're not so, like, crazy outwardly fanatical. 
cynical. Like well, you kind of keep be, your fandom to yourself. I'm a more centered individual than the average American. And they are stupid. I think that's an important distinction. Like yeah. I can be like, yeah, I, I'm a I'm, I'm a fan of comic books. Yeah, I'm a right. fan of I'm a I'm a fan of of, of restaurants. You know, fine right. dining. But I also d- don't generally throw it in everybody's faces. Right. Yeah. Know? Those people are fucking annoying. Yeah. Which are what kind of the hippies are doing, right? It's like, yeah. Look, I am so into this music. I buy into every single part of the lifestyle. Yeah. It's it's off putting. Is it just that the need for identity or see that's I think yeah that's you know like there's this do you know that there are families and shit at uh, these jam band festivals and and shows and stuff do like families go together you no 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 all right so if our listeners don't know this at jam band shows and stuff a lot of these people do not work (laughs) they travel and they sell drugs or they sell goods that they make and hustle and make money so they can get to the next show and do the same thing. Okay. And a lot of these people have like support communities. Like if you run out of drugs, you can find a family member and there are like weird initiations and they have pins and stuff. So if you need a ride, you can ask somebody in your family. You may not know this person aside from at shows. You don't talk to them, but you are all part of the same. That's your fam. Yeah. Oh man, there's something that just makes my skin crawl about yes. that. Oh, it does. It's like it? that's my tribe, yeah. and I don't know. It, like, because I'm, I'm sudden thinking in, about Burning Man, right? Because I've ran uh, into scenarios where, like, you hear and like get offered like young fucked up kids like selling their bodies and shit for like rides to places and drug like how much exchange. are their bodies? No, no, I'm sorry, I uh, a couple parts. <laughs> three three one hundredths. <laughs> um, unless we're counting hands, then I guess you say you know one mm. fiftieth or no one twentieth. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm with you on the fans and stuff like that. Yeah, but now let's talk about the more important aspect: okay. the actual music. Yeah, what do you think if you had to define like a jam band? What yeah. would be your definition? Uh, man, so, you know, a band that jams together. I mean, like, the the jam itself definitely predates jam bands. Right, absolutely. Yeah, but... Um, Good a, thing I didn't ask you to define jam. Thank God. Yeah. Like, uh, never define something with the word. Right. Um, but the jam bands are bands who go on extended epic jams. You know, they're going to be... They're going to take you on a journey, and and you're going to listen to them together, and um, and I think that's the very first thing that is off-putting to people about the music. It's not just the fans, but right. I think that uh, and we've been at poker, yeah. and you've had a song playing, and jokes have been made like one song. How, how long has this song been like playing? one song? Yeah, and yeah. it uh, I choose the short version, so I've never played a song longer <laughs> than eight minutes here. <laughs> Swear to God. Paul. See, I would have I would have been like, I've only chosen the twenty-four minute version. Oh, you no, know? No. Although Gallo's humor, I may have to do that next time. <laughs> oh, I want you to just, to piss off certain yeah, people. Just because, put on a twenty-four minute ocean yeah. billy and let right, it ride. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so well then, okay, you said a band that extensively jams. So let's go a little deeper. What then do you think is a definition of jamming? Um like is it an improv only sort of thing? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, good. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. You're more I mean, enlightened. Yeah, you're going to be playing, like, something that's rehearsed or, you know, written and you're you're playing it. Now, you may play it and repeat it or okay. it may just be a, an extended piece, you know. But yes. uh, I think that's the very thing that's off-putting to people is because, like, what, a perfect pop song is under three minutes? And that's what people are looking for. That's what people are craving for whatever reason. And, you know, an eight song, an eight minute long even is crazy pushing it for some people. So see, I, and this leads me to a, uh, another question, even okay. though I have another question for you about the definition. So you said, no, it doesn't, but it can also mean improvisation, right? You do realize that. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my next question is, and let me first put my statement out there. I think... In my opinion, I thought of this recently. I believe like 95, maybe higher percent of people who listen to music use music. They do not listen to music. They use music. Okay. My definition, what I was going through in my head is 
They put it on as background when they're doing something. They like to listen to the lyrics and imagine themselves, put themselves in a good mental state. They are not fans of actual music. They You're are they're using, passive consumers. They are passive consumers active using consumers. the song yeah. as a background thing yeah. for some great other good. You okay. know? Okay. Even when they go to concerts, they're there to hear a couple pop songs they like, and then the rest of the time they're off getting beer, talking with friends, stuff like that. Okay. Do you consider yourself more of a music user or a music listener? Both. Okay. Um, me I'm too. definitely active and passive, and it really right. depends. And yeah, there's going to be times when I choose certain things things uh, because I want to be more of a passive uh, oh, consumer yeah. of music and sometimes there's things that I'm more of an active consumer of. So um, are you more of a passive consumer or active I am, consumer of I'm, jam bands? Oh, I think if you listen to jam bands almost uh, necessarily you are a listener of music because okay. I mean, you ask any jam band person, yeah, the lyrics are great, but you are not there for the lyrics. Okay. You are there for the music. Yeah. You're there to hear how a chord progression you have known for 10 years yeah. is going to be done differently tonight. Well, not the chord progression, but the accompanying, uh, like, uh, not the melody, the harmonies are, is it the harmony or melody? I always forget. I anyway. Yeah. Um, which, how they're going to change it up today. How the drum's going to be a little different. And I think it's, not just listening to music, because in that sense, you could also, well, no, people like DJs and stuff, they don't really go for the music. They go to dance. But, like, a big part of jam band shows is dancing. Yeah. I see dancing more there than any other type of music, save DJs. Okay. And I think the dancing is, like, listening and enjoying the music for what it was meant for, rather than, I hate to tell everybody, but music was not meant to fold your laundry to. You know, and it was not meant to like put on while you play video games. Music was meant to be appreciated. Now we consume it so much, we use it. But I think that's put people in a place where nobody really listens. Hey, Paul Spazan, have you ever heard this theory about music, about how music and and humans having musical talent and rhythm came from um, like uh, primitive man? having to walk in a certain pattern uh, while hunting and march together at a certain rhythm, and then it arose out of that. Are you saying that if you walk without rhythm, you won't attract the worm? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, yes. No, you're not a big Dune fan? No, no, yeah. yeah that's how no. you don't attract the sandworms, baby. Oh, yeah, okay. If you walk right. without rhythm, you won't I, attract I only the know about the spice. Gotcha. Oh, Gotta yeah. Keep the spice flowing. The melange or salon right. or whatever it's called. <laughs> Solange Knowles. Yes. Keep <laughs> Beyonce's sister flowing. Um, oh wow! You know Beyonce's sister. Salons, so yeah, she's a I, musician. Th- okay, is she though? <clears throat> I is mean, she? yes. All right, back to your question. <laughs> is she though, Paul? I'll play some of her music. Gotcha. So if 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 you had a uh, million dollars, you think, and you had to bet one way or the other, do you mm-hmm. think Solange could tell you what like a diminished seventh chord was? Um. Man, I actually. Or do you might, think this might uh, reveal my ignorance about Beyonce? Because Beyonce, I think, is pretty. Oh, Beyonce, amazingly genius. Is, yes, but I actually think Solange might know more than Beyonce does. Why do you? Are you? I don't know. I, it's, Solange has a lot more cred in the indie community. Um, I can't believe that <laughs> sentence just happened on something I was involved with. Yeah, I don't know. Cred what in the indie. Um, yeah. Okay. No, I believe you. I was, in my mind, I was imagining nepotism. This is America. No, no. You know? No. I may point to the Kardashians as an example. Nepotism happens. Paul well, I mean, uh, I'm not going to say there's not nepotism, but yeah. also like nepotism based on talent. Like, okay. Well, that's you know, good. That's they, the, yeah. a good kind of nepotism. Right. That's right. Absolutely. not nepotism. That's just talent. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Why are we talking about Solange? Knowles? I was just re- <laughs> I was confused about that myself. Yeah. Uh, no, the listening to music, I just don't think many people do it. Mm. I mean, I agree. I, 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 and I, I probably, I feel like you probably feel this way too. I feel like I enjoy music more purely than other people do. Right. I, I, yeah. And, and I, I honestly feel like, and this may be an old man grumping and shaking his fist at the clouds, but. The way entertainment is just streamed to us nonstop in all capacities. Now, I almost feel like everything is like that. People used to enjoy the movies more. Yeah. You know? Um, 
it, it's I very rarely watch a movie with a friend or something where they're not texting and on their phone throughout the entire thing. I'm like, motherfucker, this is this is like if you only got one chance or seeing the Mona Lisa for the first time, would you start right. in the corner, take a text message, skip her face, get to the corner and be like, oh, I'm back. <laughs> oh, this is why I don't get it. It's two corners. I don't get why yeah. it's it's stupid to me. Oh, yeah. So I think any art needs to be. <laughs> Interactive, you know, you need to appreciate to really fully appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I just saw a meme yesterday that Netflix needs a new category: uh, TV shows I can text to. Yeah, um, because yeah, I mean that's something people do. Oh no, you know? it is without yeah. a doubt. But I think yeah. if you if that's all you do, you're missing out on. Oh, us. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I have friends who uh, get on me for like being on my phone during a movie if we're watching it at right. like a house, yeah, at a theater. Absolutely never. Like, I uh-huh. prefer, say, like, Alamo Draft House, who's okay. got that very right. famous rule about no cell phones. They'll kick oh, nice. out. If you have your cell phone out, you get kicked out. Right, no, right, right. No refunds. Now, let, so, me, yeah. let me bring this back to jam bands for a second oh, here. Damn it. All right, anyway. <laughs> Do you... This is this is probably the number one reason I enjoy jam bands. You know, okay. you you love a good concert. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's one thing I sure. know about you. Yeah. There's one thing I know about you, and it's that mm. you love concerts. Okay. Um, and a good craft beer. <laughs> and yeah. you're apparently predominantly left-footed now. We haven't even talked about that. Yeah. What a mutant. How do you change feet? That's bizarre. Well, because, like, my right leg is suddenly a lot weaker than it used to be um, because probably because, like, some nerves got cut. Mm. That's what – like, I work with a trainer, and we work on trying to strengthen my right leg. Yeah. But it's, like, very possible, especially the way, like, I react sometimes that, like, signals are just not getting to my right leg. Okay. See, so. oh, my God. We had so much to talk about on this subject. All right. Um, we'll save that for another time. But okay. I disagree with you because I went through the same thing. You don't think it's my nerves? Um, well, I, I really want to get into that. We'll save that for another time. All right. Okay. You have to get back to jam bands. <laughs> yes, we do. All right. All right. Um, how can you? I love all types of music. Okay. Funk being probably my favorite. Okay. I find it very difficult to sit through an entire funk concert. The songs will all start to sound the same to me. The, okay. the tempos will all start to sound the same to me. And now, the, obviously, if this is like a band, you know, like a house band or something, somebody I don't know. If it's my favorite band, I'm going to know the songs. I'm not saying that. Okay. But I cannot stand being at one venue and seeing two straight hours of the same type of music over and over again. How huh. do you people do that? Um, I mean, it's an artist that I generally love. Okay. And when it's a really good show, and I was actually going to talk about how I I imagine this is why so many jam band fans love jam bands, Uh that, you know, you enter this kind of trance state of being in this room and feeling this show and, and you just feel high on the, the energy of the music and you don't always achieve that state. Like I I talk to a buddy of mine all the time about, oh, that show was decent, but I didn't really, I wasn't feeling it like I am. So yeah. So I'm sure that's what people love about a jam band show that Uh they enter this kind of trance like state. And for me, it you know it it just has to do with I'm looking for something different than a jam band usually out of what yeah. I'm at a show for but okay see that's uh, I love jam bands because jam bands aside from the fact that they have prolonged both written composed and improvised pieces of music yeah they have no root that you know if you are a punk band uh-huh. you have a root and a sound yeah if you are an indie band you have a root and a sound if you're yeah. a folk band you have a root and a sound you're saying jam bands don't have jam a root? bands do not now some of them lean more towards something yeah. but when i go to a jam band show there is like a 95 percent chance i'm gonna see a rock song a ballad. I'm going to see bluegrass. I'm going to see funk. I'm going to see reggae. If they have a horn section, I'm going to hear ska. I'm going to hear funk. I'm going to hear it all. Yeah. Electronica. And to me, there's something about having a group of musicians who are so talented that they can play bluegrass at the top level and then switch right into a techno song at the top level. Hmm. Like, that's where my mind is with music. I never, when I create a, a jam playlist, band, really going to do, like, they're going to be, one song's going to be techno, and the next song's oh, going to be... Oh, that's why. I, I mean, okay. that's, my number one favorite band does that more so than the others. Okay, see, I wouldn't, I, I when I think of Fish, I kind of think of 
just the, the fish sound, you know? Well, it's, that's uh, what their jams sound like. Okay. Their jams are have a unique sound that, okay. yes, has been mimicked perfectly in lots of things. South Park, really, honestly, yeah. does it the best. Okay. Um, and I get that. And that does sound repetitive. But if you just take their song, like their album versions of their songs, you'll hear like a blues song. And then you'll hear a reggae song. Okay. Then you'll definitely hear, yeah, I mean, Sin of a Mule by Fish is just a ridiculous bluegrass song about alien invasion. And then you go on to NICU and it's a reggae song about the intensive care unit. And I do feel just, like a lot of artists, though, are very capable of of entering other spaces, entering other genres. Uh, a lot of the artists, I, I was just thinking of the Decemberists. I, I feel like you're probably not a Decemberist fan. I like their one song. I can't think of it right now. They definitely have a sound, but at the same time, like their last single on their last album was like electronica kind of. Mm-hmm. And I think that they, they can go between country and bluegrass and more rock. And because of uh, Colin Malloy's voice, uh, you're kind of, Oh, that's Decemberist. You're going to kind of hear yeah. it. But I think that they, but now are you talking about influence? Because I am talking about influence, but I'm also no, just I'm talking, talking about the about... genre of song they are singing. Okay. So you're you not, know. you're not like, Oh, this is the Decemberist with a bluegrass twinge. You're like, Oh, this is a bluegrass song. You can yeah. take this. I feel this like song so. to a bluegrass festival and people would be like, Oh yeah, this is it. Like, I feel like absolutely. So, okay. Yeah. Well then yeah. good for them yeah. but I and I just also feel that there's a lot of artists who and maybe it's because I'm, the genres that I'm thinking about people dancing between are not that far apart like like rock and country you know I don't know is it that huge of a, a gulf between them I think that blue steel guitar blue uh, slide guitar sure. sound sure writing your songs around minor chords probably with an occasional like, but like seventh more so than Tom Petty I feel like Tom okay. Petty is somebody who very easily Easily could uh, give me a song that doesn't sound like classic rock. Um, uh, Change the Locks, which is a cover of a Lucinda Williams song. Yeah, it doesn't count. I mean, I, I, I probably could think of some others. I don't know. Stop but, dragging uh, my heart around, which he did late in his career with uh, late in his career. That was like in the early eighties. Stop dragging. Oh, no. Did he re-release it with Stevie Nicks? That was still like the early 80s. No. <laughs> I was, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm it gonna, came out when I was like in college. No, 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 no. It did not. Maybe it came at, out again. Yeah, that's what I think. That's but, what I'm saying. Uh, a re-release. Originally was recorded and was like a, a hit in 1981. It was the first what? single really? on Stevie Nicks' first... Debut huh, solo. Album. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't know that. But yeah, no, I I feel like okay. See, I disagree with like I there is no I, when I'm talking about like a genre. So like I'm literally saying you could go to the biggest festival for reggae and like a reggae song would fit in. I don't see anything other than a classic rock festival Tom Petty fitting in with. Nothing. See, I'm thinking of stuff that he's done on the side. Like he did a bunch mud of songs crutch or whatever. with uh, Mud Crutches actually. So absolutely. The, the fact that he's able to, but like he, he did a bunch of songs with Johnny Cash actually. Okay. Um, but which, that's not the Heartbreakers. That's him. I'm not saying Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I'm saying Tom Petty. Okay. Well, yes. But yeah. yes, human beings can do that. I'm talking about bands though. Uh, okay. Bands right. don't do that for uh, the yeah. most part. Okay. Blink One Eight Two sounds like Blink One Two. Led Zeppelin sounds like Led Zeppelin. Well, yeah, but they might suck. So you, I feel like didn't Led Zeppelin release like a country album or something crazy? I don't know, but they definitely have influences like that song with the reggae. Yeah. Uh, or oh, Rolling oh. Stones. Rolling Stones. Their last album was a blues album. Right. Yeah. But they've always been blues rock. They stole that from yeah like from the, the black, black community. Yes. So yeah. yeah. Right. Um, no, I'm talking like. Here is a bluegrass song. Not yeah. there's a style, not a twinge. Like this is just a 100% bluegrass. And then the next song, I want a rock song. And then the next song, I want a funk song where that's got a driving bass line. Where you're just like, that could be the fucking mothership landing right yeah. now. Yeah. I love that. That's my favorite part of jam bands. Okay. I just cannot, like, I dig it. I my dig favorite it. bands, I just, even them, I can't sit through. I'm like, all right, another punk song. The drums, boop da, boop da, boop da, boop da, boop da. God damn, and it just gets a whole reggae concert blow my brains out. How about Paul? that song Southern Accents? Like you don't um, feel it on Tom Petty. I don't know that one off the top With of my southern head. Southern accent. Okay. Where I come from. Yeah. 
Um, out of all the genres we've listed, I would say rock and country are the closest, however. Though. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I'm just now reading a list of uh, awesome country covers of Tom Petty songs. Oh, Jesus. Johnny Cash covered I Won't Back Down. I, really? I, I have heard that. It's, I it's think good. I have, too. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Any final thoughts or questions for me on jam bands, Paul? Um, no questions. You know, I I, I will try because I'm now I can understand it's a sensitive topic. I will not mm. make jam band jokes uh, because I, I actually respect and I like jam bands. So, <laughs> Paul, you absolutely can. Just make sure they're funny, please. All right, all well, right. Your jam band died. Oh no. <laughs> Um, Umphreys McGee, come see him. All right. You'll like it. I'll, I promise. I'll be down. Cool, man. You want to tell the listeners where they can find us and chirp at us, Paul? Yeah, if you want to tweet at us, hit us up <laughs> at EDID Podcast or head over to Facebook and just search Everyday I'm Different. We'd love to chat. EDID Podcast at Twitter. That's Twitter. That's yes. Twitter. And That's then right. uh, Facebook. Facebook. Search Everyday I'm Different. Gotcha. Thank you. Have a good one, guys. See ya.